Welcome to Watching with the Beer. I'm Mark. I'm Michelle. And we will start with our little visit again to Windshift yesterday. We don't go there very often. No. Uh-uh. Just every few weeks or so. But um, the local weatherman, Brian Busby, went and helped brew some beers. They were Berliner Weisses. They did three variations of the same beer. Started with a pineapple, and then a pineapple orange, and a pineapple orange cherry. And so tonight, we went ahead and brought one of each home also. Had them there yesterday. Right now, we're, we're drinking the pineapple orange. So I guess we will start with that. And these are Busby's Fujita Scale L. And they're a whole 3.6%. And this one here, like I said, we had them on tap yesterday on that wonderful Halloween that became a clusterfuck. Um, on tap, I ended up giving this one a four and a quarter. I gave it a 4.75. Oh, wow. Okay. I think it tastes a little bit like an orange soda with a little bit of tartness. That's kind yeah. of what I come up with. But what, tonight, I noticed a creaminess to it. Goddamn, you already finished yours. You're slow. <laughs> <laughs> wow. All righty. But I did notice a creaminess to it. I think it's got, yeah. yeah, I guess it does have a little bit of that yeah. kind of orange cream, uh-huh. you know, flavor, so... Then we'll, so then we'll go to the original pineapple version, which I gave a four and a half. There was a lot of pineapple, and it was tart. It was actually the tartest of the three, I thought. Mm-hmm. And it was kind of pineapple juice minus any of the added sweetness, you know, like any kind of added syrup shit or right, anything. Right, right. It wasn't so, like No, that. it wasn't sweet, so it wasn't cloying. It was really good. I gave that one a four and a half. I gave it a 4.75. And then the final one, which we got served by the weather legend himself, Brian Busby. He mm-hmm. was there also helping out with the release of the beers. Yes. And um, he had a great um, face mask. <laughs> it was kind of, <laughs> kind of looked like his face and smile just really distorted and everything. Really so big. <laughs> it was pretty funny. Uh, anyway, this one here, it kind of the nose was kind of fruit punch to me. Yeah. In a way. Yeah. And the flavor was kind of like that. It was a tart one, but there was a, I got a good bit of the cherry, especially up front. It really came through, and I gave that one a four and a half also. I gave it a four point seven five. And you gave them all four seven five. I. Yeah. I guess we did have one more, but we couldn't get this one to come home with. No, so they wouldn't let us bring none of that one to go. It was coconut brown. Again, I gave it a four and a half, but boy, it was really fucking good. It was, a, you know, I'm not real big on all brown ales. Some come through pretty good. But this one here, well, real good. Coconut just added to it. I gave it a four seven five, and Tony knows what to do with coconut. He yeah. really does. Between this and the coconut porter. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It comes through really fucking good. I mean, if you're going to have something with coconut, you might as well be able to taste it and not just make it seem like it's barely been added or that it's fake right you know yeah hiding in the background somewhere no this came off real fucking great so and then i did finish up my last two enjoy by 1031 20s last night since you know i mean they'd probably go bad after 1031 i mean i couldn't do that and of course like i said the clusterfuck of trick-or-treating usually of course last year was a little bit off i think we had maybe 80 something right around 80 and normally we get 120 plus 
And last night we got about 20. By 7.15 we'd only had like six. It was, it was awful. Yeah. Yeah, I went ahead and closed down our normal time about a quarter to nine because usually by then we hadn't had anybody for anywhere from 20 to 30 minutes. Usually about 30 minutes to let it go by. And yeah, it was it was awful. So I had all this leftover shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Some leftover I just... chips and some little cookies and what? Um, goldfish. So it was a bummer. It was very disappointing. But, all right, we will start now with the shows. Actually, um, well, let's, yeah, I mean, we can get the movie out of the way. One of them was a movie, Hush. Hush, yeah. A nice little top thriller on Netflix from 2016. There's five people in the cast. <laughs> and so I would assume then, since her boyfriend... Her ex-boyfriend you only saw on a picture they used a stock photo of a black guy <laughs> off the internet for his his avatar or whatever. Maybe he was someone on the cast. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> but, you know, if you want a good you know, it was an hour and a half, I think, not much longer than that. And it felt quick and it very good. Um, like I said, we'll try to we'll just do our slight little overviews and then go into spoilers. Um just a deaf girl on her own and this killer shows up and he's masked at first <laughs> but he really thinks with her being deaf he's not gonna have any problems yeah she's out in nowhere land yeah, so out in, the out in the woods and stuff like that in a house and stuff like that that you know, she's so she's really kind of cut off. And there's a lot of windows in this house, so it's easy for him to see her. Every room but the bathroom has windows. Well, well, there is an upper floor too, but it had tons of windows too. Yeah, but not like you know the Downstairs, kitchen area yeah. where the sliding glasses and all the windows around it. So yeah, it's uh, it was really good. I mean, so I didn't some... realize it was a Blumhouse movie until I just looked and you. Um, Whatever Jason Blum was one of the producers, so I'd assume it's definitely a Blumhouse movie, and it was good. Yeah, it's really good. I'll give that one about a four and a quarter. Um, might as well as talk about the big one now, The Mandalorian, <laughs> season two, episode one. Okay, it starts off a lot like the original, the first one, I should say, the first season. It's kind of got a western feel. Yeah. You know. The child and the Mando going down an alleyway, kind of dark, and he's apparently looking for some information out of a guy, and he goes into a fighting match to meet with this guy and try to get the info. It doesn't go so well for everybody, um, but he gets the info he wants, heads out to, well... Of course, it's on Tatooine, so we're back there. Like I said, this had a very, to me, very familiar vibe, and we'll discuss that in spoilers, but, you know, it, it took me back to episode um, two of the first season by the time it was all said and done. Now, I will say, though, the episodes have gotten longer, and this was like 52 minutes, you know, with all the flashback, or, you know, I mean whatever the fuck, talking about the first season recap oh, of right. the first season. And, 
everything, but yeah, they have got this was definitely a little bit longer. Uh, John Favreau directed this one, um, so he does go have to go off Tatooine, and of course there's um, the city that apparently they thought had died off, a mining city, and there is a bar, and not quite. The cantina, but <laughs> there's a bar, yeah. and where he meets up with the. Yeah, some he might be in more episodes, but um, we do get um, our first, yeah. you know, cameo of the season, and this is the marshal, and they have to, well, Mando's wanting something, and this guy kind of wants something in return to give it up. So, yeah, they have to strike a deal. Yeah, strike a deal for this giant creature that's causing havoc. Yes. You know, not just for them, but for the, of course, there's Tusken Raiders. Like I said, we're on Tatooine. Yeah. So you're going to have those guys or the, whatever, you know, the sand people. And, no, it was the effects are fucking phenomenal. I mean, last year this... The effects were really good, and this one here seemed even better. The creature designs, the ships, the... Of course, we've got a speeder bike involved. Yeah. Yeah. So, yes, it definitely was a very good episode, but again, like I said, it just felt too familiar. And I'm afraid that might end up being kind of a problem with some of this. So, we'll get into more of that one on the spoiler side. And then we watched this, it's a um, Brazilian show. <laughs> we didn't realize it was um, a take on a British show from 2008, Dead Set, but it's Reality Z. There was, what, six episodes? Eight episodes? Um, it's a reality TV show going on. Was it Zeus or something like that? It's right. Set it is. With, um, with the gods. The gods. And mm-hmm. so Zeus is the guy that does the voiceover for the show. And then you got your players or whatever. They get voted off and everything. I, I fucking hate reality TV. So this was actually kind of fun watching what oh, <laughs> happens to them when, when zombies invade. Yeah. yeah. It was Kind of good. I mean, I know it doesn't have great reviews anywhere, but I thought it was pretty enjoyable. And nobody's safe in this show. No, which so I like. I do mean, have that going for it. Be a little bit more realistic. But yeah, they're they're in the middle of doing an episode, and then outside, you know, zombie outbreak happens. Um, people that are still alive are wanting to get there because they feel it's a safe haven. And one woman that was trying to get there with her son, she'd worked there previously, so she knew a lot of the in and outs. Well, she had developed a lot of it. Yeah, well, yeah, she was developer. Yeah. Yeah. You come up with the plans and stuff. So there was 10 episodes. 10, okay. Yeah. I don't know why. Well, so many of them anymore, six to eight. You fucking can't keep track of this shit. Well, the next one we'll talk to was only six. But, um, yeah, I said it was... It was pretty fun. Yeah, they definitely left it open for a second season. It feels like, in a way, they put it in two sections because yeah, of the, the way, way that, they developed the storyline. Yeah, it the characters. That way. But there was nothing wrong with doing that. 
way either. No, yeah, I said overall, I I kind of enjoyed it. It was I did. fun. I liked it. Was it was goofy, stupid, but it was <laughs> characters weren't bad. Well, it couldn't. It can't. Yeah. Yeah, it can't you know, be I mean, worse it's, than... It's Brazilian, so it's going to have probably a little different flair. And, of course, you have to read it. I'm not sure if there's dubbing or not, but, you know, I imagine there probably is. But it's hard to say with a lot of these shows. I imagine they're just, since, you know, they're doing them and putting them out, yeah. they might not spend the extra for all the dubbing and shit. Probably not. So you may have to read it. And <laughs> there's a cop or whatever the uh, hell he is, military he guy. He was a cop. That's just... He, he's coked out through the whole thing. Jeez. So we'll it's, say that much. Oh, um, he's, he's fuck. You don't you don't know whether to root for him or not, and then it's just. But there's a lot of characters that are same That's way. True. You know, they start out one way. And well, then, most reality characters I give a fuck about anyway. Right. Because they do kind of remind you of what you probably see on a fucking reality show. You know, if they could do this to whatever the fuck, Survivor or whatever, make sure none of them survive, I'd be happy as fuck. <laughs> but um, then the next show we watched and finished was The Fades from 2011. That one was six episodes. And that one was on Hulu. Um, it was... There's a few people from Game of Thrones in there. Mm-hmm. You had Daniel Kaluuya. Which was one of his earliest... Tom Ellis. Yeah, things, yes. Lucifer himself was there. he was. So, he said, from Game of Thrones, you had Natalie Dormer. Somebody from Get Out? Yeah, Daniel Kaluuya. Yeah, I said that in one of his early roles. And then... um, Which was really good in this. Yes, very much so. And then, um, besides Natalie Dormer, um, the other Game of Thrones was... um, God damn it. I can't remember the dude's name. Well, you also had Joe Dempsey. Duh. He's yeah. still rowing his boat out there. He was. He was still rowing. <laughs> and so he was in it. Um, and um, the kid from um, Marvel's, uh, not Avengers, but um, Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. Yeah. He was on there. Well, what? How many he was seasons? The main character. Well, I think he was in all of Agents of Shield. Was he? Okay. Yeah. Well, I mean, we only watched the first three or four. Okay. So, Ian De Castaker is my best guess with his name. Um, but anyway, it's people die. They can't cross over because the portals are closing for Ascension, and well, you got these. They call them angelics. I don't know why they're really... Well, we know why Paul, the main character, is. We do see that. They kind of have... But they have visions of what's going to happen. Well, they can also... They're the ones that see the people. Right, they see the dead. The dead. That can't cross over. They see them before they cross over, too. You know, because some of them, I don't know, maybe they don't cross over immediately necessarily well they said you know there are still some portals open so some people still can cross over but joe dempsey he was his character ended up being when he said he was like one of the first ones where the portal had broke and right i don't know if they all have to kind of have a specific portal you know why they can't go to another one or well i think he did i think he tried i thought he tried but he said it broke or whatever and couldn't make it. Oh, and, you know, there was a shopping center built on top of one. Yeah. and That, that, that was, was the one that... The one that he 
is you know, in the show come out of yeah so but they have found a way to slowly become human again but that's at a cost <laughs> yeah for humans not to them right but, yeah but you know that through these visions you do see them kind of bringing on the end of humanity yeah yeah so like I said that one was six episodes that was pretty we got um it could have went to another season, but it didn't. They just quit it, and they'd won a BAFTA, I believe it was. I yeah, read. I read somewhere. Where yeah, for the best drama in 2012, it won a BAFTA. I read somewhere that the ratings um, weren't where they wanted them to be compared to other things, and then there was money issues, and it was just a lot of weird things at the same time. Yeah, same I could point. see where this could probably run into higher budget needed I mean it had some effects and yeah everything and some good actors of course you know a lot of these were earlier you know shows for them so it did not I don't know it really the way it ended it could it was fine where it was or it definitely could have carried on it's too bad that they didn't really have one or two more episodes just to completely well, yeah, I'd kind of give you an idea of what of, had happened. Yeah, afterwards. what was yeah what they were expecting to happen next, because yeah. there was a there was a definite next. Yeah, it definitely could have been. So anyway, we will go ahead and jump over to the spoilers. So if you're interested in watching this shit, or I'm surprised you're even listening to this shit, but um, I would, you know, stop whatever, watch them, or just listen and see if you think it's worth the shit. I'm sure The Mandalorian's the big one, so, you know, most people will be jumping all over to watch that. So definitely wait. Um, we'll do that one last here. So, Hush, um, that one there. Okay, yeah, yeah the guy, I, okay, she, He's just she a had a neighbor. We, yeah, we do see that there was a neighbor, and she's kind of friends with yeah she's real friendly with yes. the girls learning you know how to use sign language mm-hmm. and communicate with her well <clears throat> this fucking psycho kills her and you know it's killing her right at her fucking on her porch yeah he's killing the friend on the deaf woman's yeah porch. on her deck right and she's on the phone I believe it was or on a computer she's on a computer. working and, you know, he's hitting the windows and well, She's hitting the window, too. Right. When trying to get her attention. Yeah. He's killing her, and he realizes that she ain't responding at all. Uh-uh. And so I think this is what really intrigues him. Mm-hmm. I mean, hell, she could have called the cops at that point. Mm-hmm. Or anything. But, you know, he does end up pulling well, her could've. power. She could have. She had a computer. Right. She had a phone. Well, yeah, that's what I'm saying. She could have yeah. at that point, but since she didn't realize or notice anything was going on, she doesn't. And then later, you know, he shows up or is standing there, and finally she sees him. And she ends up writing on the window. Well, he stole her phone first. Did he get he, it first? No, he, I thought that was later whenever... Oh, that's right, when that's he walked how, in the house. Yeah, he walked in the out. house. Yeah. 
Yeah, that's right. I freaking forgot. Yeah, he walked in the house, did nothing to her. Stole the phone. Stole the phone, went back out, and yeah, her sister. Yeah, pictures. Yeah. But her sister noticed something in the Mm -hmm. background where they were Skyping or whatever. And she thought it was just a cat. Yeah. You know. And then you go back and she notices it was somebody. Yeah, he take, he has taken pictures and sending it to her. Yeah, that's true. He does. He was sending pictures of Since her to her. Yeah, of her. Under the computer. Looking on her computer, yeah. And she's a writer, so she's trying to figure out, I think, her endings. Yeah. Her endings, because yeah. she's got multiple endings. So, of course, she's out nowhere land trying to... Because these are suspenseful type murder type mysteries. Mysteries, yeah. And she's, you know, trying to get the best one figured out. So, yeah, he does, you know, she takes, what, lipstick or something and writes on the glass that her boyfriend's going to be back or whatever. Well, he knows better because he's got the phone. And, yeah, she also puts you know, on looks there. At the text. Yeah, she says that she hasn't seen his face and she won't tell anybody, so he just takes his mask off. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> He's like, fuck it, I'm taking off. He ain't gonna go anywhere. Nothing's gonna happen. So the hunt is obviously part of his routine, I would say. The joy of watching them being scared, you know, because he's, you know, as you said, he's oh, yeah. cut the, well, the, you know, the the electricity and all this other kind of stuff. So, you know, it's just a mind game for him now. Yeah, and he's very sure of himself. Oh yeah. Oh hell, he's. He is so fucking cocky, it's unreal. Yeah, he really is. So, of course, you know, she's moving around the house, and he's kind of following all her moves. And um, at one point, she does try to get outside. Well, she does go outside, which was dumb. You know, of course, she can't run <laughs> very far. Yeah, well, one time, what, she goes out the bedroom window, and that's where her friend's dead body, or he brings her friend's dead body over there, and it's tapping on the window, and that's when she, you know, notices that her friend's been killed, too. Yeah. I mean, it's it's a complete mind game. It's from room to room. Um, well, she did get a hold of his crossbow at one point. Yeah, she did get a hold of the crossbow. She gets on the, the roof. Because she goes upstairs, you know, she's doing all kinds of different things. Then, you know, she finally gets into what she told her friend was a mindset of a real voice that she had in her head when she wrote her books. Right. And she goes through this with that voice in her head of now getting into the mindset of what her books are kind of doing. And she goes through each and every every scenario. If she did this, she would die. If she did this, she would die. And during this whole time, the girlfriend's, uh, her friend's um, boyfriend shows up. Well, he catches on quickly, but not quick enough, obviously. He gets bashed over the head with the rock. And he's killed. But, you know, like I said, she does get all of the crossbow at one point mm-hmm. and hits him. Mm-hmm. Should have aimed a little better, but... Well, it took her forever to figure out she's how trying, to, right. to get it pulled back. And she's trying to get back in the house because, you know, she can't reload or anything. Well, then she gets her hand crushed. Oh, my God. That was that, pretty brutal that that was, scene. Yeah. <laughs> Those fingers were fucking mangled. Yeah. yeah. 
and what he got her in the leg with the arrow with the bow and arrow oh yeah that's right and so that's a problem that's why she, she got can't, him in the leg that's why she can't run yeah. and so she's tied it off with a, a strip of her clothing or something to keep it from bleeding out so badly but between that and her i mean it took all the strength of that she had in the first place to get the bow going for her, you know, to work for herself. Yeah. Then her hand and, yeah, just, you know, <laughs> trying to stay alive. Yeah, it's it's really good. I mean, you, oh, yeah. no, like you root for her every moment of the way because <laughs> you want to scream at her. <laughs> He's right there or something, you know. But um, it they... They did a really good job. I thought they thought about it quite well. And as you can tell, of course she... Uh, there's parts of it that if you pay attention throughout the movie, she does certain things that she will catch on to accidentally doing later on. You know, like dropping this, using it later, dropping something else. <laughs> you know, like there was a can of, what was it, uh, bug spray or... Oh, was it? And she used that. Yeah, I think you know, it was like wasp or spray Yeah, something like something. that. Believe me, that shit in the face, you know. Oh, yeah, that ain't gonna be good. That's not gonna be something he's gonna enjoy. But he's so hopped up on his own fucking energy, <laughs> you know. Right. But it, it was really good, obviously, you know. Big spoiler, but she wins and he doesn't. <laughs> you know. Yes. But when you can do a whole movie... With just that many people, you know, not bad. Yeah, it was definitely worth a watch. Yeah, it is. And it's a good thriller kind of thing, so it would have been a good Halloween kind of thing. Yeah, that is true. Well, I mean, that's kind of what we've been trying to do. Mm -hmm. Yeah, then there's one part where you think the cat's about to get it. Oh my God, yes. Yeah, that was not good. Yeah, because you think for sure he's going to kill the cat. And the cat's name was Bitch. <laughs> yeah. So. That's true. It was on the. Yeah. Well, you you know, she's talking to her friend and calling her a bitch. And you're just going, well, that's kind of mean. Yeah. But, really. <laughs> so, yeah, she does end up winning. Um, definitely worth the watch again. Um, then we got the Reality Z. Okay, nobody's safe on this show. I mean, you, you're following some of these characters, and some of them are gone in like an episode or two, some of them about halfway through. Like you said, it kind of felt like two different ones because the mom and the son we mentioned earlier, they come in about halfway through. They come in a different section. Yeah, because they get into the studio, and the people that were there beforehand are gone. No, most of them. And they are really gone. <laughs> yeah. So they start over trying to clean the place up and for it to be habitable. But the first right. group, had, well, almost all of them, but one person that end up in the actual um, part where it's safe, they didn't even know. I mean, because they were on TV. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's a reality show. They had no... You know, outside connection at no, all. No, they really couldn't get a hold of it because they were the connection. I mean, they, you know, were able to get on there and use it later when, like, the mayor or whatever fuck he was, the politician, 
You know, he puts out a message telling people to come, which he really doesn't even fucking want them there, but it makes it look good. Right, but the first group were the were the reality stars, except for one. Yeah. You know. Well, yeah, she was, but she was worked on the set. Yeah, she worked on the set, and that's the only way that they knew something was going on is because she got in there with them. You know. Yeah, there was <laughs> seeing the first episode. You're thinking that she's going to get in trouble because she's got it with the cameraman. They're off in a room. And then this woman walks in. She looks like she could be a producer or some shit. And you think, ah, oh, well, they just got busted. Oh, no. Oh, no. It's a threesome it's thing a threesome. going on. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. It was pretty good. But um, he has to leave to run an errand. And so the girls are continuously making out. Yeah. And, but when he comes back, it's... it's yeah, he, he's kind of, you know, zombified. He's a little zombie, yeah. So he spreads the love. Yeah, it goes around big time. Oh, and and Zeus, who's the biggest dick oh, ever, ever, ever. She takes his shit in a bucket. Yes, your favorite. No, in the trash can. It, oh, it was a trash can bucket. Trash. It was can, so funny though, yeah. you know. And he's farting away, and it's going on forever. And and the one of the girls that been kicked off the reality show is just. About ready to die in there because he's doing it in front of her. Yeah, they well, can't get had to a no bathroom. choice. Yeah. yeah, they got locked into this office area, and yeah, there was no way to get out and go nope. to the bathroom. No, nope. because there was one woman that was after his ass, and she yes, was she a was zombie, gonna... and she was pissed. Yeah, she was gonna kill him. Mm-hmm. For sure. Like I said you had the cop, and then well, there was two cops guarding the politician and this woman. And that was the second group. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And the one cop got killed. And the other cop was a total cokehead. And, but, you know, he's like a real prick. But he's willing to fight and protect all these people after a point. I mean. Yeah, he he goes to all kinds of lengths. Yeah, to protect him at the end there. And, well, there was no protection. Nobody fucking makes it in this show. The cell phone's the only thing that made it. Yeah, the first group, everybody dies, and the woman that was, uh, you know, that worked on the set, she was, you thought, was the only survivor, but she didn't, you know, she didn't survive. And each of the people that are the gods are all kind of different. Yeah, the one that really probably didn't belong there. Mm -hmm. Um, Then you had the younger kid. He, but he ended up being a good character. But he nah, he made it most of the way, though. I believe he hooked up with the one girl. Yeah, he made it a while. That yeah. joined about halfway through. She was being taken in by the cops and everything. And her and the... Well, no, that, that was the she hooked group. up with the son. Yeah. The mom, that's right. And <laughs> but the, the other one, yeah, he was... His girlfriend or whatever was there. But it was, I mean, it was, it was good. I enjoyed it. I liked it. And then you had the two that talked their way in saying they were married and stuff. And the one was a rapist and shit. Yeah. He tried raping the the one girl. took care of that issue. Oh, yeah. He wasn't going to have that kind of stuff. And the one guy, well, the girl that was about to get raped did get kind of mad because he... Fucking killed her right on. But the problem is, is the, right the cop had it right. If they oh, were yeah. going to, you know, sink to that kind of depth, then there's no use of even trying to live. No. So, yeah, 
She said she could take care of herself, but it wasn't looking so good. It wasn't point. looking good at all. But she, but he know. took care of that. Situation. Yeah, he, he didn't fuck around. He really, he did. And he liked. I mean, he was, he was a likable character once things got going, and you could, you knew you could rely on him. He yeah. was there to take care of the zombie issue as much oh, as yeah, he could, yeah. he, and he sacrificed himself. Yep. You know. He so, sure did, yeah. He went out at the end there and just told everybody to get back and went out. They were trying to set up a... A boundary. A, well, they were trying yeah, to get raise their Raise the gates back yeah. up. They were trying to get their boundary to be bigger yeah, that and went to shit. more area. Yeah. They yeah. said that they found a hole in the wall where the mom had said there was something there. And she, the girl had put her cell phone in it. Mm-hmm. And it dropped down, and the very last thing you see is someone calling that phone because they didn't have any service or nope, anything. No, there was no service. Before that. Mm-mm. So either service had gotten reinstated or whatever, but it didn't fucking matter because they were all dead. Yeah. Now they can go find where the phone is. Yeah. You know, if there is going to be a second season, it's hard to say. Yeah, it is hard to say. But said, I mean, it, they could. They could have just or ended it just as end it was, it. Yeah. you know, not mm-hmm. showing you the phone. So I don't know if that meant maybe they were getting another season. Oh, I think they were giving you hope. <laughs> yeah, that could be. But either way, I mean, they could have just left it where they just it was yeah. fucked. I mean, just bleak as fuck ending. And well, because if you if you liked any of these characters, they're not coming back unless you yeah. see them again as a zombie. Yep. Yeah, which the first group you did, yeah. you saw. A few, oh yeah, you know you saw several. You, of them you come saw back a few of them, yeah, but um, not all of them because mm. it depends upon how bad they were well, decimated. <laughs> but yeah, and the second group were the more um, in a way cutthroat. The first group was just trying to survive. The second group. Right. Well, was, the first group. It took them forever to even understand what the fuck was going, going on. on. They, yeah. they didn't want to believe it. And I don't know, no, no, this part of the show. Yep. This and, and that. The well, second group was more like, well, they almost wanted to do the vote in and vote off. The yeah. Kind of thing. That and it was like, shit. holy crap. Yeah. So. But, yeah. Like I said, I enjoyed it. Um, the fades. Okay. Get into some spoilers there. Okay. I like um, the fades. I yeah, did you, enjoyed it. You know, I mean, Paul, the main guy, he has dreams and what's the bed? Visions. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, that was... Yep. The, the visions were causing the wet the bed now, but earlier on, you, you weren't sure if the earlier bed wetting was caused by these visions because he probably has had them. Mind you, he's 17 years while. old, yeah. so... That's but, not a... Yeah, wasn't a good thing. No, yeah, no. did have a little issue there. And then... He's an angelic. He does get his wings while masturbating, and they pop out when he's ejaculating. Yes. <laughs> and at one point, mm-hmm. he does tell was it his girlfriend? Yeah, the, the girl he ends up. Yeah, you know, she's talking up to with, him yeah. and said and he asked him any kind of weird shit or whatever, and he goes, "Well, unless you know, um, shooting out a pair of wings during ejaculation." <laughs> Yeah, he was, he was kind of uh, straightforward with, with it. He was pretty straightforward with most things. Yeah. yeah you know, his buddy Daniel Kalua Mac, he was really a fun character. Yes, yes, he was. He, was. he really he really loved Paul. 
Yeah. You know, he, like they were real close. Yeah. And, you know, and of course he ends up, he did like Paul's sister and finally does tell her that. Yeah, he does tell but, her. In fact, he ends up telling Paul that he's going to be his brother-in-law. Yeah. But it kind of started off with Natalie Dormer being kind of, you thought she was going to be the main person because she was the one having all these visions and stuff. And, and she was. And, 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 and Neil was kind of gardener, but she ended up being chased by the fades and kind of caught in... Yeah, by her friend that and rode killed. the boat. Yeah. You know, yeah. And she got knocked down, like you said, at that, um, the mall. Right. And hit on the well or whatever it yeah, was. Yeah, he like throws her off from above. Yeah. And, and it's at least what? She didn't grow no wings. <laughs> no, she didn't grow yeah, no wings. Yeah, it was a story or so she was up already at least. But pretty yeah, fucked she up. had her head on there and that was... Yeah, and then Neil, he's trying to teach Paul all this stuff because he's you know angelic and can see everything too. But you know they 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 know that Paul there's something special about him. Well, and he also takes Paul to someone I can't remember that guy's name, and um, he tells them that he's special. Well, he doesn't tell them. He just kind of does this nodding of the head stuff. Yeah. And, uh, but I can't remember what that guy's name uh, was. And, and, you know, Paul's also sees a therapist and everything for all his issues, which the therapist turns later. Yeah. Because what these fades are doing, they're, they start eating flesh. And mm-hmm. that's how they bring back the main one. Um, God damn it, what was his name? But they brought, um... One back played by, um... Or John. His name was just John. John. Oh, yeah, that's right. Played by Joe Dempsey. Um, But they kind of get into a cocoon while they're feeding, in a sense, and then they come out human. Yeah. You know, back to corporal form. But they go back to still eating flesh. Well, yeah, they got to continue to eat Mm -hmm. flesh. But somehow people that are alive... They're turning them. Mm -hmm. I think they're killing them and then turning them. Yeah, but they turn automatic because I guess because they still have the body. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Or or maybe they are. Well, maybe once they kill them, they fade and then they're already feeding them. Yeah. Immediately. They were doing things pretty quickly, though. Something. But yeah, they were changing people quickly and like I said Paul's visions were pretty much of the end coming everything was in ash well Sarah's were too hers right, were yeah. the same you know not the exact same but they were very very similar they were just from her point of view obviously right and then Paul falls in love with his sister's best, best friend, friend Jay. Jay yes and fortunately that doesn't end so well um no. I said, Neil, who kind of on his side, he's wanting to kill John in the fades, thinking that's going to end all this shit. And so he's training Paul. Well, Jay kind of gets in the way because Paul loves her and doesn't want to. You know, well, he kidnaps her. Everything. Well, yeah, he kidnapped all his whole family to yeah. get him to come out. Yeah, to get him to come out. Yeah. And Paul kind of left. But Paul doesn't want to be... Didn't want to kill anybody. He doesn't want to be a murderer. Yeah. And so he's doing his own thing with, you know, um, 
with a, with other people and yeah, he's got a group of these. Yeah, and then angelics, but yeah. not all of them want to follow him at this point either. Once he's starting to go a little over the deep oh, end. Oh, Neil. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, Paul has an, an Well, they're angelic, all believing you know, Paul. Yeah. And so they're a little bit more, you know, but a lot of the angelics got killed really early on by accident by Paul because he believed John. So, you know, several of them had gotten killed then. So they were losing angelics too, yes. right and left. So it was just just a few, just a few left, but he was, Neil was borderline just wacko. Oh, he was getting psycho. He was, yeah. I mean, he was not going to make it through no matter what. No. Because somebody was going to have to put him down. There was just no no if, answer, but about it. No. I mean, he shoots Jay in the head. Yeah. Just, those were, those were with her. It was... Kind of like holy fuck! I couldn't believe it. Yeah. Was, you know, because you really liked her character. Yeah, her character was really a good yeah. character, and she wasn't shitty. You know, she was nice. No, she you know. treated him with respect where nobody else, other than you know his buddy Mac, did. They. Yeah. I mean, him and Mac were pretty much the outcast at school. Right. You right. know, they were like invisible. Right. You know, or and even. His sister picked on him. <laughs> Even yeah, Paul's twin sister picked on him. Yeah, she hated him. Yeah. The only time she didn't hate him is when Paul did die. Yeah. And of course, if it hadn't been for a couple of the angelics and um, Mac. Yeah. Like, Mac. Yeah. And two of the angelics. Paul wouldn't have come back. No, they used part of her soul. Oh, and the sister's soul. Yeah, but he had to do a lot of, you know, to get her there in the first place. Oh, yeah, no, he only had to talk her into it. And so that that took quite a bit. And, of course, you know, I mean, some of that stuff would be kind of hard to believe. I was like, what? You know, yeah, this shit ain't happening (laughs) or whatever. Yeah. So, you know, I mean, it had to take some convincing on that level, too. Yeah, she really... I mean, she was an ass to him constantly. Yeah, but Natalie Dormer, she played Sarah, mm-hmm. which was Lucifer's wife. They right. Went through a divorce, but they hadn't divorced yet. Yeah, well, they still lived together. And yeah. Were separated, but I think a lot of that was just her emotional state was probably part of it. Yeah, because she was. Yeah. Hev- well, I mean, so it was heavily, yeah, yeah hev- heavily involved in this that. How are you going to explain it to your husband and yeah, he, keep it a secret? He, you know, saw a picture of her with Neil and thought that they were, you know, having an affair or something, which wasn't no. the case. It was just, you know, it's kind of hard to explain all this shit. And she and had been in a... Otherwise people go hysterical. Yeah, but, she had been in, you know, a ward for right, mental, mental issues. Ward. issues. Yeah. And um Neil would have been okay with a relationship, but Sarah would not have been. No. But then he said, John, you know, once he came back to life, he was turning people and trying to bring a, the end of humanity. He was yeah. pissed and everything. He was pissed. It's like, well, it wasn't their fault. He was pissed at the yeah. angelics, but it wasn't yeah. their fault. Yeah. Because they wouldn't help him when he couldn't cross the first time right. around. They had no intentions of helping him. And that that made him angry, and that's what causes problems. Yeah, and 
He does get it in the end. But Yeah, he gets it in the end, but you know, there's been a lot of casualties. Oh yeah, no, there was quite a few. I mean they took over a school and you know, everybody was having to leave. Those that weren't taken over they, you know left as quick as they could. Max dad left. He was, you know, like a cop but Well he was in charge of the investigation. Yeah. Yeah. And then finally yeah. Yeah. And then he got in there with um, Paul's mom because they were trying to find the kids together. So it was not good. And, you know, Mac didn't get along with his dad. No, he didn't. His dad, you know, wasn't there and everything. But, um, yeah, Paul had these powers where he could kill these fades with his bare hands pretty much they'd light up and he could put it right through them and that'd end them and, and they didn't get to ascend no that was it no yeah once once you're dead you're done was, by him there you're was not no ascending. ascension <laughs> yeah then you think you know he's gonna fall and die or whatever but his wings come back out and we've seen him get to use all his powers and the ashes were actually caused by him that were in the dream yeah yeah, but he did open up the portals. He did. And people were able to cross. And that, you know, I mean... But when he opened that, he opened up... Oh, it took him a while to open the one. Yeah, yeah, but it also continued to basically stay open and it ended up being... It's going to be a problem. Yeah. And that's kind of how it ends. Yeah, yeah we don't know what's going to happen. <laughs> and, but, he, but it looks like he's pretty sure that it, that's a bad thing. Yeah. You know. Because at the end, it's just him, his sister, and Mac. You know. And they're trying to figure out, you know, um, what happened to Jay. Yeah. Because they don't know that Jay was basically executed. Oh, yeah. Yeah, well, she was completely executed. Yeah. Right to the fucking head. Couldn't, yeah, still couldn't believe that one. Alright, and then we got the Mandalorian. Okay, like I said, it started off walking down the little, little, whatever fucking road there. You know, it looked kind of like a dusty, bleak road. It was at night. You see these eyes light up. First, I thought <laughs> they were jaw walls, but anyway, they go into that match they get this guy and you know of course he pulls the guns on mando not a good idea no Mm-mm. you know you don't want to do that because you know he wants the armor of course but mando wants information from him on supposedly the last or another mandalorian yeah so because he that, wants to hook up with more yeah so that they'll help him trying to with baby. Know, help him yeah get baby so, baby yoda back guy of course you know doesn't want to give up the information, and then he's, Mando, he's Mando's going to tie him up to a light pole, but he's like, oh, don't kill me, Mando's like, I'm not going to kill you by my hand. Uh, you won't die by my yeah, hand. Yeah, you won't die by my <laughs> hand. So, you know, he ties him upside down to this light pole, and once he gets the info of where the guy is, of course, Tatooine, um, yeah. these eyes come out, and they're... That's because he these, shoots the light out. Yeah, it's yeah, dark. she's the light out, makes it dark, and yeah, the guy gets killed by these beasts. They're which, hungry. Yes. They must be in the dark. So then Mando goes off to the 
to Tatooine, um, meets He's up with the one, before. yeah, meets up with the one lady with the little robots that will work on his ship, and and she loves and Baby stuff. Yoda. Yes, she does. She, <laughs> she loves the child. And wants to take care of him, watch him. He's like, no, he's coming with me. So they find out through a map about this old mining town. Yeah. Supposedly he was gone. Yeah, she was helping him. Closed up. Right. But Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, because she got the With the map. map. I mean, he knew the name of the city, but, you know, they needed the map to try to find it because it wasn't on any maps. Nope. And so she pointed out the area. Of course, he shows up. Everybody's kind of watching him drive through town. They're on his speeder bike and... Kind of looks like an old western, the way it's set oh, up. Oh, yeah, it's definitely set up as a and western. He said it's, one it's street. got a lot it's of It's a one-horse town. <laughs> yep. But then we get our uh, meeting with the other Mandalorian. In the, in the bar. Uh, the armor the looks bar. quite familiar. And it does give you... And this is where it really started kind of going off the rails for me because I kind of thought it was a bunch of shit. But anyway, it's Boba Fett's armor. And so when he takes off the helmet, well, he's the marshal. And we get a zombie's husband. Yep. <laughs> well, Timothy Oliphant is the marshal. Apparently this marshal has appeared in a book or something. But, um, of course, Mando wants the armor because he realizes once he took the helmet off, he wasn't a Mandalorian. Right. And he's like, no. You know, I got this armor. I got it from the Jawas. <laughs> but that's not how that works. No. It's so supposed it to go doesn't back. doesn't matter. It goes back. Yeah. And, well, this little bit of an earthquake going on ends up being this huge giant worm thingy, whatever the fuck you want to call it. It was um, some sort of a fucking worm. Which I, I guess you see in what, it. episode four? Yeah, the original Star Wars movie. Mm-hmm. You see some bones... It's supposed to you be know, that. when C-3PO is walking, you do see the bones. Um, but, yeah, it was um, kind of reminiscent of the child because now they got to go kill this creature. It reminded me of when he went with the jaw walls to go get the egg. Yeah, it does, yeah. And so, anyway... They go off to fight the beast, and they're getting all these weapons. They're going to be killed one way, and that's with the belly, so they're well, trying to... Yeah, because he's bigger than... Lure him out. Yeah. You know, of course, well, the Tusken Raiders, they, get, they have to get the Tusken Raiders to help. Right. You know, um, because they just don't have enough. And, of course, they're on the outs with each other because they've been raided by them. Mm-hmm. And killed. And, yes, I mean, and some have been killed by him. Mm-hmm. And so anyway, they do come together, take this creature out. And of course, you know, the Tuscarawas only do it if they get the meat. And I don't know what the fuck this thing. It looked like a giant pearl. It did look by like time, a giant pearl. By you know, it's all said and done. Of course, I didn't know what it was. So that gave me the vibe of the jaw walls with the egg. Yeah. You know, because they're holding it up all excited and shit. Um, But yeah, they got plenty of food now to feed everybody once they destroy this worm. But to get to this point, they're talking about the worm and the Sarlacc pit. Because they're like, well, 
how how is it in you know in the in that this, pit? Yeah. yeah, they're talking about it being in the pit and something big enough to actually kill the sarlacc. So, yeah, because they're like, where's he hide out? And they said, well, an old sarlacc pit. And he's like, how the fuck's a sarlacc die or whatever? Yeah. Well, the worm. So that opens it up for how the fuck Boba Fett got out because at the very end of the fucking episode we see um, the guy that plays Jango Fett. But since Boba Fett obviously would have been a clone, this guy couldn't be Bo- can be Boba Fett, and I'm sure that's who he is. Mm-hmm. So, you know, all the talk of Boba Fett escaping the Sarlacc pit now has its fucking way that it happened. Yeah. And it's like all this retro shit to explain. Well, I mean, there was never really Boba Fett getting out in anything. I mean, once that was done, he was done. He didn't show up in any of the fucking sequels or anything. Yeah, wasn't Just... he supposed to be tortured for like <clears throat> thousand years? Well, yeah, he was going to digest in the belly yeah, for a thousand years. Yeah, slowly for a thousand years. So that, all that retrofitting and shit, I don't know. It's kind of like Solo's Star Wars story. Of course, then I find out that um, what the fuck, Darth Maul was brought back in the cartoon things or something, but that was a bunch of shit when I heard that, because when we were watching Solo, I was like, wait, this timeline doesn't fit. Why the fuck is Darth Maul talking to her? This doesn't make any sense to me. And then someone later told me he was on one of the fucking cartoons. He was brought back to life. I'm like, fuck that. That's just bullshit. You know, I mean, he killed off a great character in one episode. Well, that's how it should have been. Yeah. You know, the fucking end. It was the first one. He didn't, wasn't in the second or third episodes. You know, would it take him several years to get back? Whatever. So, it's kind of going that territory with this shit. You know, now the Sarlacc was killed by the worm. and so, but Like I said, it, it was a good episode. The effects were good. You know, you, you felt it, but it just it felt way too familiar. Say going to Tatooine, out in the dust, going yeah. and just killing a creature to get to something. You know, of course he does get the armor. Yeah, I mean he he is truthful with him. He does when it's all said and done. He gives him the yeah, armor. Yeah, he gives him the armor. He doesn't give no him problem. any shit or nothing. nothing. And like they hope they, to see each other again sometime. Yeah, yeah. Maybe, maybe. And hopefully so because we love Timothy Oliphant. Yeah, he was good. So, I don't know, I said then at the very end, you just see Boba Fett stand there having seen all this. So where the fuck has he been in the meantime? He's just wandering around. He just now is finding out where his fucking armor is. I mean, he obviously was on Tatooine also. Yeah. <clears throat> I don't know. It just doesn't jive and add up enough. And I really don't even know what the fuck the timeline is on this. I haven't looked into it that close. But it, it's got to be somewhere in between, you know, Return of the Jedi and um, The Force Awakens or something, I'm assuming. I don't know. It's hard to say. But... Five years after the events of Return of the Jedi. Okay. That's what I figured. And the fall of the Empire. It was somewhere in that area. And <clears throat> hopefully someday we'll find out what Baby Yoda is. Obviously, it's not Yoda because this baby's supposed to be 50 years old and Yoda wouldn't have been gone that long. <clears throat> so, 
I don't know. It just, the retrofitting just kind of gets to me. And, of course, they're already talking spinoffs and shit of this, which is already a spinoff. I think they're going to drag it in the ground, but obviously we'll keep watching. It's still enjoyable enough, and who doesn't love Baby Yoda? Exactly. I mean, the child is great. He didn't do a whole lot in this episode. You thought maybe he would use the Force or something, but... Yeah, there was a couple times when he thought... He was just all cute. He was cute. Yeah, it was. Yeah, but... That will wrap this one up, and we'll be back sooner or later. Obviously, we'll be back with the second episode of The Mandalorian. Right. And hopefully, you know, be... I don't know who's directing this one. There's going to be different directors, and there's several good ones lined up. And I'm sure there'll be more cameos, obviously, as we go along. But I am Mark. I'm Michelle. I can be reached on... Untapped at M Connor six six six. She's MC Vampire, or at thrownabeer at gmail dot com, and we are out.